Blog Talk Radio. Aloha and welcome to Talking Pictures. This is episode 198, 199. We are getting to review this film that played Newport, but some good news for you. This is a Newport Beach Film Festival episode. We are reviewing the official selection from Newport Beach, which took place um, late April. We apologize for this late review. Also, uh, there was a surprise. I was I was so bummed that I missed this film, and I had it on my festival list, which we still want you to see it at festivals. Um, I mention this for those of you that can't get out to festivals if it doesn't come to your town. Again, if it comes to your town, definitely see it at the festival. Uh, I couldn't wait to see this film, and I and I didn't know when I would have the chance. I was flipping through Netflix. So this review is again is for the Newport Beach Film Festival. So we thank Corey as always and Todd. And I think I'm going to start co-naming this show, the Rainy Kerwin hour, because uh, she, every film that she recommends us has been great. And we've met filmmakers through her. And so we always want to thank the filmmakers who also contribute to this show. And I met uh, the director of this film as a fluke when I was just walking into the opening night party. And um, it was like, Rainey had said to keep an eye out for her and it was just so random it was like the first person I bumped into in line was this director Sarah Moshman um I had no knowledge of who she was I had just dropped her a message saying I'd like to review your film uh again anything Rainey says to watch I don't even need to know any more than that uh she said she's so kind to our show and I missed this film and I felt really bad um, I had gotten some food poisoning and wasn't able to make it to the screening. And I was so happy to find this on Netflix. Now, again, right now to me, Netflix is kind of stinking it up, but I want you guys to, if you have Netflix to check this film out, uh, again, please Google a website. Sometimes with films, I don't want to know too much. So I don't, sometimes I don't look at press kits again. Like I said, this was someone who I messaged. We talked for a few minutes. And I just wanted to go to the screening. I, you know, I, I want to be as surprised as the audience. Uh, sometimes as, as the host of the show, I have to read too much. And then I learn something in the synopsis that I didn't want to know. And it makes it harder when you're watching the film because you knew this, knew, you knew about this part or that part. So I was really happy that I, I knew nothing other than it was uh, IMDB here says it was, it's about four brave women beyond brave. Let me tell you, when you see the film, who set out to row across the Pacific Ocean uh, from America to Australia. They start out in San Francisco. I loved seeing Honolulu in this movie. Uh, that's one of my homes. I'm from Hawaii, so I love seeing Hawaiian films. And uh, this was, it was really great to meet Sarah. As, as the, the conversation was very quick, but I could tell she had a strong spirit. I could tell she was one heck of a filmmaker. I can, I'm very fortunate to uh, cover so many festivals and we've had so many great guests. All of our guests have been great that you can, you can really tell off of about 10 or 15 seconds uh, if a filmmaker's great. And that goes back to something I've been saying lately uh, is a good filmmaker is first a good person. So you, you can really go off the vibes of who you're talking with and how they present their film and where their spirit, and I'm not being religious, 
comes from. So has she kind of just briefly explained this film to me? Uh, I, I mean, I was already hooked. I thought this is amazing. First of all, you wouldn't catch me on a, on a rowboat 500 feet from the shore. Um, I don't like sharks like anybody. I don't like being in the middle of the ocean like anybody. Um, I don't even like flying over the ocean when I fly home to Hawaii. So this immediately was something that grabbed my attention because also knowing a lot of people in Hawaii who row, paddle, there's so many different people call it different things. To me, it's having two paddles and being on a boat and just you and the ocean. I'm not taking away from who calls it rowing or paddling, but uh, to me, going out in the middle of the ocean past 500 feet, past 100 feet to me is brave. So the thought of trying to cross the Pacific Ocean was something that just made me go, it's like skydivers. I'd watch a film about skydivers because it's something I will never do. Uh, those great documentaries about climbing Mount Everest, I'll never do it. So I'm in. Uh, I'll give you a little bit longer of the storyline here off IMDb. Um, these four brave women known as the Coxless crew set out to row the Pacific Ocean unsupported. So they didn't have like a boat falling right next to them. As they row over 8,000 miles during their nine months, they face extreme mental and physical challenges and must overcome in order to go down in history. This is a story of perseverance, friendship, and like a power of the human spirit. Like I said, I knew right away one of the rowers was there. Pardon me for forgetting the name of who I met. She's a wonderful person. Uh, everyone has a Pacific to cross. That's what it was. They were telling me that, and I didn't want to spoil the metaphor, but since it's written here on IMDb, um, it's open game, and it's not me. Again, I'm 100% off the record. So anything I talk to about filmmakers at a party or that's not in the context of their Q&A, I'm going to forget they said it, which the proof is right there. I forgot what metaphor they told me it was. Um, so everyone having a Pacific to cross. Um, I walked away from it with, you have to lose sight of shore to find yourself again. Uh, but this film kind of blew me away. I, I almost feel like this is going to be kind of a lame review because when a film leaves you speechless, and for those that know me know that I talk too much. I mean, I even have close friends that are like, hey, shut up. So I thought, what can I say about this film? It's, it's superbly shot, which I thought, how can it be well shot with all the natural So well edited. I couldn't imagine how much footage they had to go through and what Sarah had to uh, choose or not choose, excuse me, as a director. And then just the camaraderie of, I mean, you could put me with my best friends at 25 years and I'd still be scared shitless being in the middle of the ocean. So the fact that these women, I, I didn't get into how close they were asking and I, I kind of pay, I don't get into personal stuff with film. So I took it as you got to really have faith in someone. And this isn't a to go down in history film. This isn't, this wasn't to set out so they could brag and, say, hey, what we did, it really was this film to be cherished. Do not pay attention to the stars on Netflix. I'm so tired of seeing films that are like five or six star movies and stupid Netflix as their two stars. 
And I'm only saying that because I know Netflix people that will go on there and see the stars and avoid it. Netflix doesn't know their ass from a hole in the ground. And pardon my language here uh, to Sarah and anybody that hears this review because we're an uncensored show. I don't cuss just to cuss, but I, I review films in just the way that they've hit me. And gosh, this was just a fantastic, no pun intended, journey of what I think we're all capable of, except I'm by no means capable of what these women did. And, but we're all capable of, like it says, our own Pacific to cross. Um, and we all have to lose sight of shore. Now, have I been in the middle of the Pacific Ocean lost because I'm going through my own stuff personally? Yes, I think we all have. So I was really attached to this thinking that I've been in the middle of the ocean lost in life. And there's been three friends who are with me paddling along, rowing along. Sorry. When you come from Hawaii, paddling, it's kind of a Hawaii thing. So I know rowing is different. So again, I'll try to keep that back. It's not disrespecting. It's just, like I said, in Hawaii, it's paddling. And for people who aren't in rowing or paddling, it's canoe, boat, you're still in the middle of leaping nowhere. So I just wanted to commend all these women, all these humans, uh, Sarah, for taking the time to make such a wonderful film and documentary that has so many layers to it. I don't want to spoil much more than saying that this is a film that you've got to see. Uh, again, I, I'm always telling you to put a list, and we're going to start having a list of films to see. We, we just had our 17th guest, um, or person who's been on our show. You can see their film on Amazon or Netflix. Uh, this film makes the 18th that we've been, had the good fortune to review. I don't know if time's going to permit that we're able to have Sarah on. We would love to. Uh, Sarah, when you hear this review, it is an open invite to you to come on the show. Uh, we hope this film continues to travel, no pun intended, all over the festival circuit. It definitely has the heart, the great filmmaking, and the intelligence to go really, really far. I really wish I had more to say than this, but I think the best thing a film can do is leave you speechless. So with that, I'm going to give it the double seal of Aloha approval. That's our little gimmick for those of you that don't know, that if a film makes the Motormouth host have not much to say, then you've made a really good film. So we want to say kudos. Again, thank you to Newport Beach, the programmers, whoever picked this film and put it in. Uh, thank you to Sarah for being so open and talking to me for those, that brief conversation we had. I apologize again for forgetting the name of your cast that was there. And of course, Newport Beach. Uh, it was our seventh year, so we were grateful to be there. And we hope you guys had a successful festival. And we hope all filmmakers uh, have a great journey from Newport on. With that, I'm going to wrap it up. And again, saying, check out Losing Sight of Shore. Please, please, please support indie filmmakers, support film festivals, support the effort that a filmmaker puts in. I've been blessed to produce five features and be part of producing six shorts. So I know the grind. I know the deal. And it is such a cool thing when you're in a film festival and, and you want people to be seen it there. So make sure 
and uh, get this on your list. Get out to a festival when it comes there. We'll do our best to add to the website on where films are playing if filmmakers update us. Uh, but again, for those of you uh, who, some people I know don't go to film festivals because they don't like crowds. So that's the plain and simple reason. It has nothing to do with not supporting films or festivals. So if you fall into that where you can't make it to a festival or you just don't like going to it, but you're a movie junkie, check it out on Netflix. Again, I'm going to wrap this up by saying aloha. And no matter what time of day it is, afternoon, evening, morning, or whatever other time of day there is, make sure and watch a good movie today. And please tune in tomorrow, May 16th. It will mark our 200th podcast. And if you think you've heard me babble or bumble over words before, I am so jazzed. How, I mean, how lucky am I to get to review a couple of great films from multiple festivals and then the main, and then jump into that podcast 200. I'm going to leave it at that before I actually do start bambling. Uh, thank you again to all. And again, peace, blessings, and all good wish, wish, wishes to losing sight of shore. Aloha.